the Askell Leadership Podcast. Hello, this is Jeff Barton and welcome to our November 2022 Askell Leadership Podcast. And this is the story of an island, an island on a mission. And its mission is to do some really transformational stuff around education. And when you think about it, unlike coastal areas, unlike rural areas, unlike so many areas, if you've got an island, you've got a group of young people where what you're able to do is to say, for every one of those young people, irrespective of their background, here's what they are going to experience on our watch, the educationists. And that's what Guernsey is aiming to do. So this podcast is conversations with leaders, also with some young people, about the transformation agenda that uh, Guernsey has embarked upon. On behalf of the captain and the crew, would like to thank you for flying Riverini today. If you're visiting Guernsey, we'd like to wish you a pleasant stay. If you're returning home, welcome home. Uh, Nick Hines, Director of Education for Guernsey. Nick, give us a thumbnail sketch of education in Guernsey because it's a more complex system in some respects and it's on a smaller scale in some respects and the smaller scale in some ways makes it more challenging, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think it's challenging working in a small jurisdiction where actually you have to maintain a set of services that all schools can access. Um, any delegation to schools need to maintain that access to those services externally. And working in a small jurisdiction with a small number of schools means that we have to think really carefully about how we work with the limited resources we've got and how we support those young children in the system. And so you're responsible for the state system. Uh, we've got four schools at the moment at secondary. That's going to move to three schools and you're going to then have a post-16 centre. This has been a long-going discussion about transformation. Uh, just give us the flavour of where's, where's it come from, where do you think we are now and when do you think we'll see completion with it? I mean, I think we're entering a really exciting phase. So we're, we're now in the middle of a transforming education programme and that programme in, incorporates uh, moving from a three moving to a three secondary school model from a four secondary school model with a standalone sixth form centre which is going to be on our new purpose-built post-16 site with our Guernsey Institute. And I think actually we're at a position now where although there's still some uncertainty, staff feel generally optimistic about the future and that's encapsulated really within our education strategy which really sets out our vision for the future, our priorities and importantly our commitment about how we're going to get there. And what's the timescale for all of this? So we're looking to open our new secondary schools and our post-16 environment on the brand new site um, in September 2025. But the work going on around the edges, which is part of the transforming programme, is also about um, looking at how the education law is going to be rewritten, um, the first time since 1970, how we're going to put in place digital transformation programme and looking about how we can ensure that Everything we're doing always has an impact on the outcomes of learners. And my, my last point, in terms of where you are in terms of delegation to school leaders and autonomy for school leaders, that is quite different from what it's like in England, for example. It's probably more akin to perhaps what it's like in Scotland. Yes, I mean, we, as I said, we have to make sure that we, being a small jurisdiction, we can't delegate in the same way that um, England has delegated in the past through the academy or multi-academy trust structure. Uh, we are going to be having a system of governance within our new education law, which will give head teachers and leaders across schools and services greater autonomy, which will mean that they can make those decisions quicker and faster for the benefit of the young people. And also 
develop a new partnership and a new way of working with some of those central services, which will maintain that level of support, but also about how we can work together in partnership to make sure that everything we're doing has that impact, not only on the children and young people, but everything we do has to have a positive impact on the whole community. I'm Liz Coffey, and I'm Executive Principal of the Secondary School Partnership. And uh, prior to this, you were working in Derby. What was the job you were doing there? I was. I was fortunate enough to be the principal of Landau Forte College in Derby, which was an 11 to 18 academy as part of a multi-academy trust. Now, I haven't been in Guernsey very long, but what I do know is that Guernsey isn't Derby. So what is it that brought you from there to the role that you've got now? And tell us a little bit about what the role consists of. Yeah, of course. Um, well, I'd been, I'd been at, in Derby for 22 years by the time I'd left. I was Mrs Chips. I'd started off being a teacher, joining the trust in a very early time to eventually being the principal. And it was a really brilliant, exciting journey. Uh, personal circumstances my husband was retiring our children were of an age where we just looked for something a little bit new and different I looked over the water to see I first of all looked in the international scene and then thought okay Guernsey's sort of halfway between and um, noticed a job come up in in Guernsey and thought they were on the precipice of change and they were ready to start reorganizing their system so I thought well maybe I can go there and help uh, that was seven years ago, and we've had quite a few um, goes at thinking about what that reorganisation might look like. But nevertheless, it's been an incredibly interesting time. My job now, it wasn't then, but now it is as an executive leader. So I'm executive principal of four of what are the four mainstream secondary schools at the moment. So that's an enormous privilege because that allows me to work really closely with head teachers. Um, and hopefully I always remember what it's like to be one of them and do not uh, try to do anything which does not absolutely put that at the forefront and the children at the forefront of what we do. I mean, everybody says that, but, you know, I genuinely and passionately believe, believe that. Guernsey's an amazing place. It's very interesting. It, um, it offers really unique opportunities to work really closely with one another because quite frankly you have to it's nine miles long by five miles wide and we have children here um you know it's it's a it's a beautiful place Guernsey but it does have um you know a proportion of our community who need special care and attention and um you know it's really important that that is at the forefront of what we do but in other ways you know it 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 isn't Derby, <laughs> and it doesn't have some of the the challenges that a, that an urban inner city environment would present. But that doesn't mean to say that it doesn't have its own challenges, and they're really, really interesting. And I've it's a very interesting place to be. And some of those challenges are deliberate and are based on decisions that have been made. So, for example four secondary schools one of them was traditionally the grammar school so yep. there was a selective system going on here yep. you've also as we know got uh, what well, just for ease of thumb i'm just calling independent schools but we know that they are different and their funding is different yeah um and the decision is that we say goodbye to selection that's already happened yeah. and that the four secondary schools move to three with a separate post 16 campus those are big decisions and it seems to me just having been here half a day, that is not being driven just by demographic change and finances. It's actually a vision of education, isn't it? Yeah, very definitely. And um, it is about ensuring that no matter where you live, 
on the island and which schools it is you go to that there is an equitable provision and it's so in need here if you think about that size and scale um, I mean, one could argue that should be the, the situation world over, right? But the size and scale here make that absolutely something that is lived and, you know, breathed every single day because quite literally you can be in the supermarket with somebody whose environment, um, you know, needs to be and the opportunities that they're given need to, need to, be, need to be equitable. There's no doubt about that. So it, it does have that very definite vision of it, about it and that... The other part of that, as far as the secondary schools part of it, is that that partnership working, the way that it is really important for us to work together in the interests of every child, but also to support our staff who, you know, really need to work, sorry, who, who, who given the opportunity, staff like to work together, but this can really, really afford them in time and energy to invest in the things that will really pay dividends and um, and we hope that that's uh, that's certainly a key driver for us you know to see that our staff are um, their workload is reduced they're given time and energy to be able to focus on the things that they know how to do the best well i love the emphasis on professional learning that you mentioned there. i love the emphasis on equity that this should be about an entitlement for every child from every background i love the sense of of inclusion no permanent exclusions happening here so uh, very best wishes for the project thank you very much and thanks for coming it's martin hames head teacher at bowcamp high school in guernsey and we're walking around the school just just describe what the school looks like um well it's, <laughs> it's 10 years old it still feels brand new it's a fantastic build it's got Lovely wide open spaces, corridors, um, high quality fixtures and fittings and, and bright airy classrooms. And how many uh, students have we got here? 600. And that's 11 to 18? 11 to 16. 11 to 16, yeah. So at the moment they move across to what is the grammar school site which has got the sixth form, but that's going to change under the transformation. That's right, so at the moment the sixth form's attached to the grammar school, which is no longer a grammar school, but used to be. Um, and about half of the children go there to do A-levels or international baccalaureate and the other half go across to the College of Further Education yeah. to do more vocationally related um, we, we, Were you in leadership in the UK? For, yeah, for a short period of time I was um, a deputy head teacher in West Yorkshire. So what, what is different here? So what could you as a head not do here or do here which you wouldn't be able to do elsewhere? I think what, one of the first things I noticed was um, staff um, were a lot more compliant in the UK in terms of if I wanted to do something, I would say this is what we're going to do. Yeah. And we'd do it. Um, I got quite a surprise, actually. Than here? Yeah, everything needs to be a little bit more negotiated, I think. And is that because people are more long-established? There are ways we've done things here? I think that's part of it. I think part of it is is the labour market as well, because we're an island and we've got the staff we've got. Um, But, yeah, I think it's just um, a lot of people have been working here for a long time, so there's a lot of very long-established practices. And recruitment's uh, an issue? Recruitment is really challenging, yeah. Um, we currently, we, we've got a teaching staff of 40. Six of those are currently agency staff. 
um, obviously science, maths, ICT, computing are the real hot spots. But but it can be anywhere. Um, yeah, it's really challenging. It's a beautiful school. Great ethos as well, Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Jenny Palmer, Principal Elizabeth College. And um, tell us first of all about you, how long you've been here at Elizabeth College, and then tell us about Elizabeth College. So this is my sixth year, um, just started, and uh, it's been really lovely to come back to Elizabeth College. Uh, I was lucky enough to come here for my sixth form when I was a student, and uh, then went off to university and spent 25 years in the UK, and it has been fantastic to come back here and to uh, be principal of this wonderful school. So you had been in the sixth form here, you'd been born on the island and then you went away. What, what was the last job you did in the UK? Um, so my last job I was deputy head at a comprehensive um, school in Bedford, 1300 students and uh, it was quite a different school from uh, Elizabeth College. And had there always been this sense somewhere in your mind that one day I'm going to return magnetically to Guernsey? So my husband and I had been coming here for holidays for as long as we've been together and uh, we'd had talk the summer before actually that the job was advertised that it would be lovely to live in Guernsey and Steve had said that he could see himself living here so that was obviously a big tick in that box as he wasn't born here um, but uh, it was never a firm plan but it was always there just on the edge of everything. And you're the first female principal of the school? I am the first female principal, yes. Yeah. And what, what the young people exude is this real sense of, of pride at being both on Guernsey and even where they talk like you did about travelling abroad or going to university in the UK, there is this sense of them they're wanting to come, to come back to this place. What, what is it about Guernsey that has that, that effect? It's an absolutely unique and beautiful place. And uh, I'm sure there are many people that would describe their homeland as that. Uh, but there is something very special about Guernsey, something very special about the OE community. And, uh, and that is a really, really important part of the college as well. Um, I think, well, one of the things we encourage our students to do is to consider the global context, to look beyond the island, to consider university, to consider gap years, travelling, um, so that they are really becoming global citizens and not confining themselves um, to what is quite a small community by many standards, probably similar to um, Bedford, Bedford mm. Town, um, in number. Um, but people often find their way back and even if they don't find their way back to live they find their way back to visit and visit family and holidays but there I think there is a big emphasis at the moment in Guernsey of looking at how they can attract um, younger people back to Guernsey certainly families might choose to come back because it's a really really great place to bring up your children um, very very safe very beautiful lots of beaches lots of activities and things to do and last question, you're an HMC independent school and does that independence give you a genuine sense that around your curriculum, for example, around your choice of qualifications, you can do what you believe is right for the young people, you're not constrained by people mandating what you should do or performance tables, etc. Yeah, that's right. So we do, one of the great things about leading an independent school um, or the grant-aided colleges, as we would be called here, is that we have got that autonomy. Um, we can review our curriculums, we can move quickly, we can address issues as they arise um, without having to wait for um, central advice or guidance or things like that. Um, but it's... 
One thing we have seen through the pandemic is um, working more closely with the states of Guernsey and uh, working with them on um, the pandemic issues particularly. Um, but we continue to have a link with the Director of Education here and um, are, you know, working together in partnership um, and that is very useful. On a couchman. And what year are you in? Year 13. Yeah, and what are you studying? I'm studying RS, Psychology and Geography. And just give us a flavour of what you're going to do next year. Um, so I'm thinking of going to do mental health nursing and staying in Guernsey. Um, that'd be three-year course, then I have to work three years for Guernsey afterwards. Yeah, and what is it you like about Guernsey then? Um, just the people, the beaches are absolutely beautiful, especially in summer. Um, just everyone is absolutely lovely. I'm Jonathan, I'm in year 13 and I study French, economics and drama A-level. And plans for next year, Jonathan? Um, I'm planning to study law and French at university, um, hopefully at Oxford, but if not, you know, I'm very happy going to anywhere else. And your plan then is to return to Guernsey, isn't it? Yes, my plan is to qualify as a what they call an advocate in Guernsey which is a combination of being a solicitor and a barrister and then practice here basically for the rest of my life. You're both very proud of this uh, school you go to. It's an independent school, about 500 students. Tell me what it is you particularly like about being here. You've been here about a year and a half now. Yeah, I've been here for a year and a half. I think everyone is so, so welcoming. I've never met a more welcoming school. Um, There's so many opportunities to do um, and then games you can do. Surfing, sailing, paddleboarding um, and then chess club or climbing or badminton. There's so, so many opportunities to do. Um, yeah, well, that's plenty, that's plenty. That's plenty. <laughs> veritable smorgasbord of things. Um, I really love the history of the school. I think there's a lot of tradition here and there's a lot of a lot of people who still work here went to the school and there's, you know, we have an old Elizabethan society so once you leave the school you're still attached to the school base so it does really feel like you belong to something more than just being at a school which is just like my absolute favourite part of this as well. And there we are, the voices of young people reminding us that uh, wherever you work, whatever type of institution, whether it's a, a state or an independent school, multi-academy trust, local authority school, you know, whatever it is, what we have in common is young people, their hopes, their dreams, and our responsibility to do our best. And the extraordinary thing, I think, about Guernsey is that sense of localism, of the community, the place really mattering, and therefore being able to do something distinctively on behalf of all of those young people who are on that island. Thanks so much to everybody who welcomed John Camp, our Vice President, and me. And uh, we look forward to coming back towards 2025 and seeing how all of that work behind the transformation starts to play out in terms of the aspirations of young people. The Askell Leadership Podcast.